everyone your daily nerd out on the most interesting car of the day we are at it again on the bit nerd show welcome to my partner michael deeb in san francisco my name is john polnick uh we are recording the show in the container park in downtown las vegas like we do every day all right guys what we do on this show if you're new to the channel uh, we find the most interesting car of the day we have a conversation about that car we make a prediction and then we reconcile our predictions with what actually happens at the end of the show so you can play along. It's just like the price is right, only with cool enthusiast cars instead of stupid dishwashers. Uh, sometimes <laughs> the cars are kind of like dishwashers if we talk about a Tesla or something today. like that. Uh, today, right? Uh, today's car, yeah. I don't really think is that interesting. If I'm honest with you, Michael D, this is a weird pick uh, for the most interesting car of the day, but it is on an interesting, it's interesting that it's on the platform that it's at. Uh, so yeah. let's talk about today's car. What do we got? So today, John, we're looking at a 2011 Porsche Panamera Turbo on cars and bids, Doug DeMiro's site. Our 2011 Panamera Turbo has just 24,000 miles and is presented or offered in a hideous combination of aqua blue metallic with a cognac and cedar interior. And to make it just a little bit uglier, John, they did. Somebody ordered this car with red instrument dials across the dashboard, and it's got a wooden steering wheel. This thing gets the Fugly Award, and believe me, we know Porsches. What's really interesting, though, is that somebody took this ugly car, and it is specked out with all of the stuff to make it a great driver. This is a sport package car. It has sport chrono package. It has PDCC, adaptive air suspension with Porsche dynamic chassis control that includes torque vectoring. Of course, it has a sport exhaust system, Bose uh, sound system, and... Uh, carbon fiber illuminated door guards yet mahogany yachting wood across the dashboard and the steering wheel i mean i swear john this car gets the uh um ray charles award for like who ordered this thing it almost doesn't make sense it's like somebody was messing around with the order guide and then ordered this car um interesting car jp probably a fantastic driver if you're colorblind you know what i'm saying uh believe it or not this car was about $163,000 brand new. It'll be really interesting to see what this car brings. You know, um, Panameras have been very soft in the marketplace and represent a really good value. This is arguably one of the best driving Panameras of its generation, considering how it's decked out. I forgot to mention it even has 21 inch 911 turbo style wheels. So this car handles and drives like a bat out of hell, but it is you know, one of the tougher ones to look at, if I'm being perfectly honest, the blue is just a little too bright. And that beige interior, two-tone beige interior on the seats and the dashboard is really, really terrible. Um, so I was just curious to see what was going to happen here. And I wanted to get your comments. You know, we never talk about these cars. We're hardcore Porsche enthusiasts. And while we love our air-cooled cars, we, you know, we like a lot of the SUVs and cars that they make. But I, I what's your take? Take it or leave it. Would you ever drive a Panamera Turbo, or is that a car you would, you know, borrow from somebody to drive to the store and back, and then and then hand the car back because it's just not your bag? I've always found the cars to be ugly, but really fantastic drivers. 
if you get one of these cars, you resign yourself to a four-seater. They're not even like a typical sedan. But the styling is really tough to palette, and the colorway on this one makes it even worse. But the specification sheets means it's one of the most dynamic cars they've ever built. So where do you stand on the, uh, the Panamera Turbo in aqua blue? Yay or nay? Yeah, it is tough to look at um, in that colorway. That is really bad. But the thing is, I think a lot of people really like that blue. Um, I'm just never, I've never been a fan of anything blue in general. But um, <laughs> that tan interior with all this stuff, with the red gauges, yeah, oof, good Lord. They and drive blue. unbelievably well. I mean, if you're going to, if you want a big saloon, if you want a big sedan, this is, you know, they are so fantastic. I mean, they just depreciate so hardcore. These, this is the worst depreciating Porsche. I think that you can possibly get True. You said $160,000 yeah, right. and this thing's going to be yeah. way, 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 way less than that. I guarantee yeah. you. Um, I have considered getting one in the past. Um, I, there's some functional things that I really like about them. That big, huge, uh, trunk, uh, it's a hatchback basically. Yeah. And you know, a short guy like me, I could easily sleep back there. Um, <laughs> you know, I have a Macan, which I really like, you know, it's, it's a smaller, shorter wheelbase, more nimble car. Um, uh-huh. but you know, like for what I do for a living, you know, going out and doing shoots and stuff like that. Um, I'm always taking stuff in and out of the back of that Macan, uh, you know, and I've had Cayennes in the past too. You, you know, you the tailgate's really high, but this thing's right. really low. So everything, I mean, it's, I don't know why you would get a Cayenne over one of these, honestly, in a lot of ways, if you want to, if you want a nice turbo, you know, road driving car, you're going to be way more comfortable in this thing. Cause who really, unless you're one of the people that actually takes your Cayenne, Cayenne off road, uh, it doesn't make sense. Um, these things are the great, the far better road car. Uh, the downside with them though, is they are absurdly expensive to maintain. You know, if you want to yeah. do an oil change, you got to take the whole bumper cover the, off. The skinny. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, if you've ever seen like, you know how back in the day you take the fender off of a car and underneath is just the, you know, the, the chassis or whatever on these, yeah. you take the fender off of the car and it's like electronic gizmos everywhere, just yeah. everywhere, every Too spare. It's, yeah. It's like being inside a, a submarine, right. You know, where they just have stuff <laughs> in every available. There's so much tech going on into these stupid cars. Uh, and you know, when you drive one in anger, you can feel all the machines kind of doing their thing. It's like the AI robot is taking over right. and trying to defy, uh, you know, gravity and that sort of thing. So I don't know. Um, I love these cars. There's a black one in my parking garage parked right, uh, right by my two black nine elevens. And it yeah. looks so spectacular. It's got, you know, it's totally murdered out. And every time I see it, I'm like, Hmm, maybe I, you know, it makes me go, hmm. but then you see, it, you know, so if it's the right color and everything's perfect, maybe it's the car, but I don't know about this one. What do you think this car is going to sell for or not sell for? What do you think is going to happen with this car's auction? I think it's going to sell. I think it's okay. on the right platform, to be honest. I, I know we joke because we don't really see a lot of, I mean, first of all, we just don't see a lot of Panameras transact, but I think it's on the right platform. I think Doug DeMiro's the the right guy to sell this car. I should also mention in 2011, every Panamera had a seven speed dual clutch transmission i think this is one of the first years that dual clutch was standard on the panamera and i, I think that you know, makes the car really cool um again great driving car but jp i all the money for this car would be like 60 grand i think 50 is the value here on doug demiro's site it could stall out at 45 and still transact and be a good value um and and if it does that i'd say the colorway has a lot to do with it but man 
somebody ticked a lot of boxes when they ordered this car, hence the $163,000 MSRP. It's hard to it's hard to swallow that like ten years later you could barely get thirty three percent of the original value on this car at fifty grand. But I just that's that's where this car is going to land. That's I'm I'm nearly sure of it. So I send it back to you at fifty grand. You're going to go over or under? Yeah, I'm going under forty five. I mean, it's a pan it's a blue Panamera with tan interior. I actually think if it had a black interior, it would get your number. Um, but that, I think so that too. Tan interior is just so bad. Um, or if it had a red interior or something interesting, but that sea of beige with the wood is just so freaking red hideous. gauges. Who wants oh, to be in there? Five red it's dials. So <laughs> bad. Look, I had a nine nine seven um, C two S. It was a first. It was a dot one, and it was black uh-huh. on this same sand beige interior. It's so yep. bad. And it had red gauges and I thought they were so bad at first, but I kind of got used to them. And I was like, eh, these are kind of cool after a while. They, I, I kind of, <laughs> kind of liked them. I hated to say it, but with a blue exterior, no way. Um, you just don't want to spend time in there. It's just, ugh, God, you got to look around. All right. What do you guys think? Now's the time to plug in your bids. Uh, are we right? Are we wrong? Are we going to be right? Are we going to be wrong? Uh, let's see if you're better at this than we are. And we will fire up the future machine and let's go find out what actually happens with this car's auction right after this. Stick around. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I gotta tell you about our friends Godin Porsche of Las Vegas and Godin Classic. If you're looking for a new Porsche or a classic, you gotta call our friend Steve at Godin, this guy. 1989 linen gray metallic G50 cab. Is that gonna be for sale? It is gonna be for sale. Uh, the car only has 65,000 miles. Save yourself the hassle of screwing around with all the auctions like we always talk about and just talk to Steve. He'll find you the classic Porsche you're looking for, Gun Porsche of Las Vegas. If you love watching car videos on YouTube, you gotta check out my channel, The Rally Show. Oh, oh, this car. I am driving a 2020 Lamborghini SVJ. This car, watch this. Hundred and fifteen mile an hour turn like like it's nothing. We're back to the bid nerds here in the future. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Hit the subscribe, like, and notification button if you haven't done so already. Thanks again to all our fantastic subscribers and followers and folks that uh, have been Loyal. hanging out with us for a while now. Uh, yeah. you guys. All right. Uh, if you've stuck around this far, you're wondering what happened with this uh, blue Panamera. Uh, I don't know. Tough to make a, tough to make the argument that this was the most interesting car of the day, Michael Deeb. Uh, what are you talking about? so interesting about this thing look at this result look at this result okay so uh doug demiro on cars and bids had this uh 2011 porsche panamera turbo with all the great suspension mods but like a colorway that was clearly designed for stevie wonder with the blue and the tan and the wood and the red gauges jpi took the high road no surprise i said 50 grand is going to bring it home you came underneath me at forty-five thousand bucks our car sold on cars and bids for $55,500 on 54 bids, the second highest bid total of the last week. Um, that's all the money. That is a retail number. I mean, you know, Mac at Godden is probably going, damn, they got all the money for that car. I, I, I'm i just surprised. I, look, I know this was practically a $200,000 car when it was built, but that was 12, 13 years ago. I'm still shocked that this car could bring like the first gen ugly Panamera, even a turbo with the cool mods 
uh, or the cool build spec could bring that kind of money. That is a shocking number that, you know, frankly, I'm surprised somebody would pay that much without getting a warranty to come with it. You know what I'm saying, John? That's a, that's a lot of money for this car. Uh, but anyway, there you go. $55,500 for one of the ugliest, ugliest versions of the ugliest cars ever made, you know? Yeah. The Porsche Pacer, right? I mean, this thing is <laughs> totally just goofy looking and that colorway is just hurts the hurts the sensibilities. I don't know. I don't, I never understood why these were 200 grand in the first place. I like the new, the new Panamera that exists. I do. Uh, yeah. But I still wouldn't. I can't imagine who I don't know who the person is that walks into the showroom floor over at our good friends at God and Porsche and says, yep, I'm spending $200,000 on that on any yeah. parent America ever. I do not understand. Um, yeah. yeah, they're really nice cars, but if you want a nice, they drive car, great. so many options. Um, and these things in its used configuration, like you said, you know, over 10 years old, um, way over 10 years old, these are expensive expensive to operate these things yeah. break and they break big they don't know <laughs> you know yeah. an old used car does not know how much it's worth right the yeah. car doesn't care that it was a that it's only worth fifty thousand dollars now when you take it to the shop it still thinks it's a two hundred thousand dollar car that's and right and the repairs will be what you would expect for a two hundred thousand dollar car yeah um i have seen the pdks in these fail oh and Oh my gosh, what an amazing piece of engineering and tech to see that powertrain out of one of these. And oh my God, you know when you see one out of one of these that it's going to cost whoever owns oh. the car or whoever might be warrantying it, if it's CarMax or something like that, that someone is stroking a huge, huge check. Uh, and I just, uh, because everyone knows how expensive these are to run, I don't understand why anyone buys one. I, I just, without a warranty, this is. This is, whew, this is, yeah, this is a fin boat anchor, man. If it breaks, financial financial roulette is what that car is, and yeah. so yeah, really interesting. And look, we love them; they drive fantastic. They really are remarkable on the road. Uh, but you 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 have to have a big wallet and no concerns to to take one on, and uh, it just seems a little silly and a little bit cavalier, especially in that colorway. I don't. Again, here's another example, John, of somebody paying a retail number for a used car in a soft market that has no chance of getting that number for the car when they're done with it ever again. Like that car will never be worth that much money again, ever. <laughs> you know, do you think it has something to do with the fact that uh, Doug got 37 million bucks that week? Why? And why would uh, it, well, I mean, maybe it just got <sighs> more traffic to the site that traffic that people look, there's that had to have the, the fact that $37 million was invested in cars and bids uh, and that that was a headline, that that was trending. Sure. Doug DeMuro said in one of his videos, the first time I've ever been trending ever in the yeah. in the 15 years that he's been doing car reviews. So here he is trending. Yeah. That had to have brought some extra traffic to the site. And yeah. unlike BAT, there's not millions of cars for sale. So maybe some of that traffic that would not have otherwise gone there made a sale for the guy with the blue uh, blue panamero no it, it, it listen it's a it's a it's a very valid argument but my 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 argument my argument theory my my antithesis would be like that that you could bring a hundred thousand more people to that lot why would somebody overpay for a card that doesn't justify it you know and again i, I thought 50 it only went five grand over so we're only talking like a 10 percent margin here but it just seems like it's a it's a pretty high retail number for a car with great specification, but um, 
these cars are still so soft in the secondary market. You're never going to get that again. But uh, yeah, your theory is pretty good, John. It does hold water. He probably did get a bunch more traffic, and that's why it happened. But God, it it still doesn't seem like a justification for making a bad decision. Um, And I would think, I still, in my mind, John, I think the hard part, the hurdle I can't overcome emotionally is that I still think cars and bids is a good place to get a deal, you know? Like, yeah. Well, okay. But look, let's, you know, we're hanging out on this stupid Panamera for this. Thing. I know. Right. Um, <laughs> I, as much as I'm not a fan of the way they look, I don't hate the way they look. I don't really think they're that ugly. And, you know, dr- having, you know, these turbos are so awesome to drive. And if yeah. it is a car that you do like, you know, compared to a brand new, if you walk into the showroom floor, uh-huh. Buy a brand spanking new Panamera for two hundred thousand dollars or whatever they are, right. give or take. On order, a turbo has got to be two hundred plus, right? Yep, yep. Okay, so let's call. It, let's just say two hundred, right? Yep. And you drive it for eleven years and only put twenty thousand miles on it. You are doing way worse than the guy that just bought this for around sixty. Yeah. And maybe he has to maybe he has to spend twenty thousand dollars on repairing it, and maybe it depreciates by another thirty thousand dollars over the course of the next four or five years. He's still doing way better than the guy that bought it in the first place, because the guy that bought it in the first place lost a hundred fifty thousand dollars on this thing. I'll take a twenty to forty thousand dollar loss over a buck fifty any day. What do you guys think of that? Uh, I mean, that's always been the kind of trade off. You buy one of these cars that it's that's eaten up the depreciation curve. Um, yeah, you're gonna have some additional costs, but that's you're. St- I mean, it only has 20, 25,000 miles. This is going to be, as far as these are concerned, probably a pretty good car. You drive it for five years, put another fifty thousand miles on it, you'll have some high maintenance costs, but you're still not gonna lose one hundred fifty thousand bucks. Yet you get the same drive experience i don't know maybe it's not the worst thing in the world uh what do you guys think let us know in the comments below we sure love reading your comments we try to respond to them sometimes respond to them a little late michael deep over here never wants to talk to you guys i think he hates all of you um i'm pretty sure that's what it is he just doesn't ridiculous does all the responses uh so we really do love you guys out there and we and deep loves you too uh so hit some uh, let's get some comments down there and michael deep maybe michael deep will take some of his valuable time and come absolutely and to some of you uh but uh, we love seeing that um thanks bring again the heat for all of you guys watching the show regularly thanks to our sponsor god and portion of las vegas all right guys we'll see you tomorrow on the most interesting car of the day from all the automotive enthusiast auction sites bid nerd see you tomorrow bye boom Get those words!